Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 3, Episode 12 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that is all about VR and in the future also AR. And I'm so glad to have her back again here, Tatiana from fantastic channel Disco VR. Tatiana, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's so good to be on the channel so often on your channel. <laughs> yeah. Really enjoying it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. We all enjoy that you're here and looking forward to talk with you again. And yeah, also, and I'm so glad to have him back, Steve, a, VR uh, Flight Sim Guy. <laughs> Steve, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, Seb. And again, it's great to be back on the show. I know it's been a while, but yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to having a chat and uh, catching up, really. But yeah. Oh yeah, exa yeah, exactly. We got that. lots of catching up to do. So that is exactly what we're going to do. I, I really want to find out what kept you busy and uh, what's <laughs> what's exciting you right now in virtual reality. So looking forward to that. Yep. Also with me, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. And I'm also doing really well and glad to be here with you. And let's have a great time and talk about our favorite hobby, just like we used to do it <laughs> before sometimes. <Yeah. laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to this. For all of you out there, who have never heard of the Next Dimension podcast, this podcast is being live streamed here on MRTV on Saturdays. Right now, we have changed the timing a bit. So right now, it is 3 p.m. Berlin, 2 p.m. London, and 8 a.m., is it, Tatiana, where you are in, all, uh, in Texas? Yeah, it is. It is 8 p.m. Oh, it's 8, quite 15. early for you. All right. I, yeah, I had to change my <laughs> Saturday schedules, but it's quite nice, so you know. Get up early, more, get more things done on a Saturday. Right, right, right. Just for the people on the West Coast, this might be a bit early, right? We might think about like changing it like one hour to the back. Let's see, let's see how that goes. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> that's we will discuss this. Anyways, <laughs> this podcast is not only live streamed. You can also listen to it as an audio podcast anywhere where you can find audio podcasts. Like for example. I just wanted to say Gmail. I don't know. No, not on Gmail. <laughs> on Gmail. Google. <laughs> on Google. And on Alexa, on Spotify, iTunes, and yeah, everywhere where you can find podcasts. And it would be amazing if you enjoy this podcast, if you would give us a review, a five-star review on iTunes, for example. So get out your iPhone or your iPad right now, open the podcast app, which is pre-installed there, and yeah, find us and give us a five-star review if you enjoy the show, because that is really the best way to say thank you and the best way to allow other people to find this podcast. Other than liking, commenting, and sharing this to everyone that you know <laughs> on, in your VR uh, friends circle of friends. That would be really, really cool. Yep. So we are going to talk today about uh, a few topics. Obviously, we're going to catch up first about our weeks and about our months that we didn't see each other. Right, Steve? And yes, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And then we're also going to talk about some topics. So we are going to talk about 
VR in general, is it dead <laughs> again? <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> right? dead again. It, it is. It is so dead. <laughs> Since lots of things are happening, like um, Microsoft has laid off the XR teams, like the teams that are working on Windows Mixed Reality. Okay, some people might actually uh, like celebrate that. <laughs> Not the people who are <laughs> who are laid off, obviously, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So seems like no more Windows Mixed Reality. Then uh, the Hololens team, which is like wow, kind of surprising. Um, Altspace um, yeah. had to go, also connected obviously to Microsoft. Then we had Meta also, yeah, like a while ago already, like um, laying off like lots of people, and now also like Echo VR, one of the most loved games for esports, actually, right? Um, yes, yeah, just being shut down. It doesn't mm -hmm. look so good for VR, honestly speaking. <laughs> Right? It's uh, it's crazy. We're gonna get into that topic and uh, talk about that that part. Also, we are going to talk about PlayStation VR 2 again. I recently got a comment on my videos which said like, Sebastian, you need to do more PSVR 2 videos. What's going on there? <laughs> it is going to be quite trending. Sure, so there be loads. Is, and 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 there will and there will be loads of videos about the PSVR 2 on this channel. But right now, I simply don't have it, and I have not tried it yet. So there's little there's little videos that I can make. Obviously, I can make the videos, oh, the 10 best uh, PSVR games, but I have not played them yet, right? So th that is not MRTV style. I would have probably 200,000 subscribers now if that was my style, but I really like my style. So I am going to give you lots of PSVR 2 content. Once I have the device, and that's going to be amazing for sure. Anyway, I like that you're staying real with that. I kind of felt the yeah. same way. Anytime I would make a video about something, I haven't tried it. Like, and there would always be that person who say, you haven't even tried it. What the heck are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Well, like, like, I guess. I, I cannot, I really, really. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there will be lots of content. So for the person who wrote this comment, no worries. You'll get so much content and it's it's just a few weeks away and I can't wait to do all these videos that I love to do. And I will also even play games because I love to have this interaction actually with the community when I stream, which I cannot have with the with the Quest 2 and also with the Pico 4, right? That you can read the chat. And that was so good in PSVR 1 where you could simply read the chat. It was like put into VR, right? So, yeah. I wonder if it's going to be the same way. I hope so. I really, I need that. I need that to happen. Yeah, anyway, it is, so... It's the Achilles heel of every YouTuber is trying to find a way of getting the best VR footage. It's so hard. Of course. <laughs> you know, I actually feel jealous of like 2D streamers and gamers. It's so easy. You just turn your computer on, click right. stream, and that's it. You can But put your VR. face there. You can make so interesting hard. facial expressions. Yeah, no, you need to have a whole degree to figure yes, out how you to do, do it right, correctly. Right. And, yeah. and then there are people who live stream in mixed reality, live stream in mixed reality. Now, this and is cool. With each other. Wow, this is incredible. This That's is really good. Top. Yeah, right, right. That is really cool. Yeah, so we will talk about the PSVR 2 again. We will uh, talk about our expectations. We um, saw some hands-on videos, like, for example, from Nati, and we will talk about this. And we, we might want to think about, um, yeah, like managing our expectations a bit because I can feel, obviously, there's excitement. And don't get me wrong, I'm friggin' excited, just like you. I, I really am super excited for this headset, and I believe it's going to rock. But we should also 
probably not make the mistake and overhype it just then to be extremely disappointed, perhaps. Who knows? Right? Because we are the enthusiasts who have already looked through a lot of other headsets with better lenses and probably better resolution. So, yeah, let's try to keep it real and think about it and also, yeah, simply look at what people had to say. And we're going to do that in this show. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to this show. <laughs> I hope everyone too, you guys and also the people who are listening to this podcast right now. But what about Steve? Are you going to get it? Oh, well, do you know what? It's funny because uh, no, but having said that, I'm, I'm kind of more <laughs> intrigued now than before. I expected I think, that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a, a nerdy PCVR guy, but having said that, I am intrigued to see what the impressions are going to be like you know and uh it seems like that might be the only way to enjoy pc vr or that sort of quality moving forward so it's a hope it's a hope for pc vr actually right? yeah before it before it was an absolute definitely not not interested but now i'm like probably not but i'm still i'm a little bit curious about it now you know okay so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, will be bombarded with youtubers who make videos about it like, of course so you, i don't you need won't... to make any i'll just, I'll you, just you, watch everyone out you will you you can't escape you know you could just if you don't if you don't have it you can just react to my videos <laughs> or other people's videos that's a good right? idea and, i might no I might honestly post actually honestly video of reacting to your videos that's a good idea yeah no I'll really honestly like, done that like when I've done that before, actually, when yeah. the first people got to see the PSVR 2, they, they were like invited to London and I was not invited. No problem. I will react to every single of these videos. <laughs> and honestly, that reaction video, that was quite successful. And I even didn't have to go to London. So, yeah, that was good. I did laugh when I saw those videos. I thought, what an, <laughs> what an ingenious like idea <laughs> right? to react to reacting video. It's crazy. But yeah, it worked. You didn't get yeah. any copyright strikes for that? Um, no, I don't think well, so. Well, I guess you're promoting their content, really, at the end yeah. of the day. So it's, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, anyways. So we are going to talk about this in this show. Something to look forward to. So everyone who's listening to this now, share this, share this stream right now, the link. Because probably not everyone understood that we are now quite a bit earlier than we are on normally. All right. But now, before we get into these topics, I would like to ask Tatiana, how was your week it's been all things considered i think I've, I've had busier weeks it's slowing down a little bit on the news i guess like hardware news front it's been heating up with all the layoffs and uh to be honest i i've been quite busy um working on my channel just finally uh managed to uh finalize the video where I was talking about all my crazy experiences with haptic gloves, just put it yesterday. So go give it a watch if you haven't already. I know I, we talked about it quite a bit last time I was on the show, uh, but then it was I was still kind of thinking about how to put it all into words and present it in a nice way. So now I've done it. I'm quite proud of it. Uh, and after I've done it, I actually had some time to play and we tried the new Walkabout Mini Golf Atlantis course. Oh, which so I highly recommend. Oh, it's God. so this pretty. This game is so good. Oh my goodness! And yes, and it's not—it's not one of those overly complex ones. Like there are ones that are really hard to do on a first try. We actually, both me and my, um, you know, Mister Disco, we both 
completed it on the first try and unlocked the hard level. So it was it was really nice. Um, and after that, you know, I was thinking, okay, there are going to be like horror games coming out and I want to review them and I want to play them. I want to kind of maybe get into this mood. So um, I tried something um, kind of like an experimental game made by a developer who created, who previously created Stranger Things VR game. Maybe you've heard of it. At some point, it became very popular. He uploaded it on SideQuest. Mm -hmm. And it was basically a, a similar game to uh, the Jurassic uh, World, you know, where you're hiding from the dinosaurs. Aftermath. Yeah, right. Aftermath. But, Aftermath. You're, yeah. but you're actually hiding from the Demogorgon. Ah, <laughs> and so if he finds you, it's a huge like <laughs> jump scare where these demogorgons are like right in your face and was super scary. And because uh, Stranger Things was also trending at the time, the game got a lot of attention. But sadly, Netflix took notice of it and the developer had to take it down. Ah, it was not official. Okay. Of course, yeah, of course it wasn't. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. And even though it wasn't monetized in any way, um, you know, it was it's still sad stranger things so it wasn't like weirder uh, events or something different but it kind of had a logo so maybe maybe that shouldn't be done um but the developer didn't give up and he created uh, an original game this time it's called the obsessive shadow and for now it's just a demo the actual game is coming up soon but it's a free demo on side quest it's also free demo on steam and um, it's just this creepy, creepy game where you're in the house and you see this shadow outside the windows with just glowing eyes and a super creepy long body, like with super long arms and legs. And he's creeping on you. And you have this flashlight that you have to shake for it to work. Otherwise, it's total darkness. Oh, okay. And you, you scare this shadow away by lighting him with your lighter and if you're too slow um yeah uh how about you play and record your reactions I'm, i would really like to see that you know i think that would be so fun oh, i know said absolutely you hate horror games don't you say i i i, I hate i absolutely hate them well, well, I, I cannot, I cannot play them because I'm just too scared. It's too immersive, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm like, so for some, for for some reason. I'm really getting into immersive things. Like I can really imagine I'm there. Probably that's why I love VR so much. You know, I can really get into it. I can. You can really be tricked. Also, I can. I can also get immersed into when I watch a movie. You know, so even a horror movie is already tough. But horror VR, oh. <laughs> and 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 it, to to add to that, I also was wearing a haptic vest. Oh, oh wow! No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not gonna because, do that. And then this thing, um, they the they haptic sent him the, the the dev kit, so he was like, I have to, I have to do the haptic support. But it's a very simple game; it's just a demo. It's really just that is happening. So the whole time I was playing, I felt nothing. I'm like, well, this thing is not working. Like I, I'm just like you know scaring him away and nothing's happening but then the, when he finally got me <laughs> oh, like, oh, no. <laughs> could the oh shadow yeah can imagine me? that was creepy <laughs> wow. so oh, um wow. but oh, i'm wow. like pretty proud of myself for for doing it because i also like hate horror games in vr but it was like it was more of a mini game right it's not like a Resident Evil, uh, Seven, Resident yeah. Evil can be like that, but it's not something that you have to 
constantly be exposed to fear. Um, it's more of a little dose of fear, and then you can stop if you want to, or you can continue. It's pretty nice. You can you can try Micro dosing. <laughs> the obsessive shadow. Yeah, so that's what I tried. And of course, I start receiving invites from some developers to check out their games when PlayStation VR 2 arrives. So I already started making schedule for that because uh, mm. I don't do too many gameplays on my channel, but with PlayStation VR 2, it's going to be different because it's not just the game. It's also just experiencing how it was adapted to this new technology with the the haptic feedback on your face, you know, the, the controllers, eye tracking. So just to even comment and experience that um, and share my impressions from from those game adapta adaptations, I think would be very interesting too. Of course. Yeah, right. And then finally to see other games, right, that we have not seen before yet, like Horizon and stuff, get some new stuff to play. And finally, like non mobile games yes that is absolutely. the exciting yes. part right oh yeah, so definitely. looking forward to that the full-blown full-scale games <laughs> right. we really need that exactly yeah cool that is your week yeah that or... was pretty much my week um we we were kind of frozen for a week we've had a lot of snow and ice and the entire state was shut down because that's what happens people don't know how to drive and uh, it's hazard so all i could was just stay at home work make videos and play vr it was <laughs> okay was that okay. sounds all right <laughs> that <laughs> sounds all right okay cool now we're going to hear from you steve how are you doing what have you been doing the last few months that you've not been on the show what are you excited about? Yeah, it's been... I mean, I'm trying to think when the last time I was actually on the show. I can't remember now, but it was uh, probably the back end of last year. Was it November time or something? I can't remember. Could be, could be, yeah. Wow. But Long yeah, time ago. Um, it was a while ago, wasn't it, really? It doesn't feel like it, though. It feels like yesterday, to be fair. Uh, time right. goes so fast, doesn't it, really? But It does. But yeah, I've, I think when I... I think the last time I was on the show, I just got a new computer. So... Uh, following on from that i've really been just enjoying uh using this new rtx 4090 machine uh fly, <gasps> you know flying and simming um probably more than i ever have for a, a very long time um, it makes that much difference oh my god it's absolutely incredible sorry that it's like the sun's coming right into my window so i look ridiculous <laughs> sorry about that. what did, what did um, you upgrade from i felt like you had a already pretty you're so bright <laughs> He's the chosen one. <laughs> I just feel like live, that, live, like... live on the next mission oh podcast. He is being enlightened. He has seen the 4090. Let me sort this out because that's ridiculous. I just saw that, you know, as he started oh talking about 4090, his yeah. whole face <laughs> lit up. That's how yeah, happy like, he is about it. Oh Amazing time. But what were you upgrading from? I thought that you already had a powerful machine before that. <laughs> sorry i've got the giggles now after that uh yeah um sorry what did you say tatiana again sorry i missed that bit <laughs> um uh, what was your previous uh, like uh, you know gpu what were you upgrading oh, from because yeah. i thought that it was already pretty powerful yes i mean i'm, I'm yeah I, ha I had a 3090 before this anyway with a, a pretty beefy cpu a 10 900k system so it was it was a really good system anyway before mm -hmm. and 
the idea was for me to i got this computer just alone as a lone thing the chosen one <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, i was only supposed to have it for a couple of weeks uh but oh, then i was okay. like sorry but i don't really want to give it back actually i really really love it it's amazing as you know because you i literally said i don't want to get it back yeah no, can i, I buy it off you yeah and they were happy for me to buy it. of course they were happy for me to buy it off them because i think literally Seriously. since then how much they, did you offer like three pounds i just I, <laughs> I just paid the full amount and uh because um, i'm not a businessman like you said i don't think that way um <laughs> And then, no. why, why did that sound like an insult? No, 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 it's like an insult. In, in a good way, because like you, I don't think that way. Because like, since then, they, they emailed me back and said, "Oh my God, Steve, they've like in a couple of days." And I did a few videos that weekend. They had we ten orders sold for that hundred thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah, they had like ten orders for like a four grand computer. So, and they're only a little you shouldn't company have paid in the, the full price. Yeah. No, I, I shouldn't have. I know I shouldn't have, and I probably won't do that next time. And I'll probably, you know, be but, a bit but do a you have more, like uh... an, do you have an affiliate link for, for those, no, those computers? No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm rubbish with all that kind of stuff. No one, I, you should do it. I know. I really should get better at that kind of thing. But uh but yeah, I've been yeah. oh loving that computer, seriously, with the variant. It's been actually quite hard for me to make videos because I've been too busy enjoying just flying for myself, you know, oh, which is man, always that something is that's very important. But yeah, uh, absolutely. That that screenshot behind me, funny enough, that uh, that I took that screenshot in VR, uh, wow. flying over. Is that Chicago? Wow. I think that looks and, like a picture. Yeah, it's and it's that is like that like, looks stunning, amazing. Man. Yeah, with with the Varia Air at like thirty nine pixels per degree, flying around at like say you know really high frame rate. It just it just feels so good. So yeah, I, I've been enjoying it and just getting back into it again. Like not like I've never got out of it, but. Just for myself, you know, because you, you kind of realize, as you know yourself, as a YouTuber, you kind of get into this crazy sort of just making videos all the time. And then you kind of forget yeah, right. why you, you did it in the first place. <laughs> so it's like going back to your roots and just enjoying flying just for myself. So, yeah, I've been doing quite a bit That's of that. Great. Actually. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I really yeah. wish you were here when we were talking about uh, Crystal, because we were actually I know. comparing like, you know. Um, I wanted to be on that show. Yeah, and I want to because be I honestly think like it's better than Vario Aero. I got to try I, them both. I don't own them, but I got they, to them side by if, side. If, absolutely. If they actually um, really solved that lens issue that we found, right? That there was something wrong, then mm -hmm. I agree to totally to that. Really, <laughs> they were so so clear. The picture quality is so good, and the local dimming, the FOB, oh, really good. Wow. Well, Steve, a couple you, of things. you did not try it yet, right? No, not yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been delayed. Apparently, my review unit was about to go out, but then they had a few issues. So it's yeah, been delayed. They need to send is... it to me yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I don't know. But it, it is coming, I think. It is what well, it is. I know it's coming. You ordered it? You ordered it? They're not going to send you a, a review unit? No, they are. They're sending me a review unit. I just, uh, you know, they, they said it was going to sort of, you know, be sent out, but then there were a few delays for whatever reason i think they're just trying to get a new firmware on it and everything so hopefully fingers crossed in a couple of weeks i should have it here to test <laughs> and i think you know i'm being a bit biased here but i think it's really important for me to give my impressions because the i'm kind of like their perfect target audience to be fair for this so i think i think it's really important 
for me to give my impressions and if i had you know like you like you guys with the psvr i have emails and comments every day saying have you got the pimax crystal yet have you got it yet and it's like yeah, yeah. You know, why, is, why is there no content of it yet and everyone is desperate for me to try it and i, I am really looking forward to trying it but I can't do anything yeah. if I haven't got it. So, you know, yeah, it's one of I think it's very important <laughs> for you to get it, but not as important as it is important for them for you to get it. Because they need that. Yeah, you're I, so right. Absolutely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I believe that you're going to like it <laughs> like a lot. Like, like you're going to, you're going to be enlightened once again with a, uh, heavenly I voices to... around you and like i will actually set a notification on the video. for your channel yeah i'll set a notification for when you have the first look of it i want to see your like record your raw reactions okay like this is don't what... try it before that's what i was thinking instead of yeah instead of making a really really nice polished edited video i'm laughing because i probably wouldn't do that anyway but you know i'm just gonna film my first reactions with it literally and i think that's that kind of way of doing things has been influenced by seb actually because when i've seen you do that kind of thing i think that's a great way of people seeing your absolute honest for you know first reactions of trying it yeah. on the first time you you know experience exactly. it and then then you can do videos afterwards of sort of your full review and comparisons and things yeah but the reason yeah, i actually, haven't done yeah. it because i haven't even reviewed that many headsets to be honest uh the, and those that i did review they were like many of them were not on site here. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I, I will definitely look forward to seeing it. And uh, it might sound like we're hyping it up, but basically our main concerns are, you know, like, will controller be ready? Will will they be tracking? Yeah, right. Like, like right. that. So will the little lenses be fixed? Will the standalone store be working? Yada, yada, <laughs> yada. But the actual visuals is something that's ready, I think. Like, it's prepared to surprise, <laughs> surprise and impress ah, you. So. I can't I think, like, you guys have tried it and I haven't yet. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, I right. I think um, when you <laughs> saw it, Tatiana, they had already fixed that uh, lens issue, right? That's when I tried it in Germany, there was still some lens issue. It felt like there is a diopter already built in, which is wrong. And it seems like they have already fixed that problem for you, for you when, yeah, when they showed it in the US, right? Kevin told me about the, that it was you who actually managed to notice it like right away. He was very impressed, um, you know, by how, how quickly you noticed that there was something wrong with it. When I tried it at, during the road show, it still had the same issue. But oh, really? Okay. I, it okay. was gone. Um, at CS. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. One of the headsets at CS still had the issue, but not all the headsets. Yeah, anyways, so I believe that you are in for a treat, Steve, especially with a 4090. That's going to be yeah. good. That's going to be <clears> really <throat> good. I am, you know, really looking forward to sort of seeing how it compares to the Aero, being a massive Aero fan, as you know, like that is for, for, for my use case scenario. It really is. It doesn't really get much better than that. So no, you will see. I'm very, well, I'm I intrigued to see if the crystal... Man. Man, I mean, I'm even also... if it gets to that same level, that'd be amazing. You know? Yeah, also, it's not I like... also love the Aero. I also love the Aero, really. But I must say, like, they managed local dimming, which Aero simply doesn't have, right? And they have the same um, picture quality, but at a bigger FOV. Yeah. yeah. And they have and they have audio. It's a, it's a pretty good mix. Yep. Especially the vertical one is the one that got right. me shocked. 
because you cannot course, see the edges. Yes. Like you look up and you look down <coughs> and it's all VR. And when I tried Vario Air after that, it kind of looked like I was kind of through a letterbox through something. the little window. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh my God, like it's so clear, but I can't enjoy it. Like it's so easy to get spoiled <laughs> by UJFOV. And <laughs> then at the CES, exactly. they add the little trigger that would, I mean, in the software that would switch on and off the local dimming just for you to I really see. Want, yeah. I'm it. looking forward to seeing that. Oh, definitely. My God. But th there is other right. aspects to this though that I'm going to touch upon because um, yeah, it might look great and it might be great trying it for a couple of weeks, but what about trying it for two hours on your head? Is it going to be comfortable compared to the Aero? Things like, um, is the software going to be up to scratch? Is it going to be plug and play? You know, the the, the Vario-based software what? is incredibly well optimized. I mean, it, it runs 10 frames per second more than the Reva D2 with 50% more pixels. So it's those geeky things that I want to touch upon. Another thing that really occurred to but me as well. But it doesn't have that... motion smoothing, right? The arrow, or did they not yeah, build does, it? In? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's is really, it now, really is well. good. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, it's, because for a long it's, it's time, okay. they didn't no, have it. hang on. Yeah, it's not it's not great, but it's it, it's there's too much of overhead right now. It, it takes too much saps too much too much of your frames, but they are it working. On you it. They are aware of it. No, <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, it's because of the overhead of that al their algorithms of using the uh, reprojection. It's just a bit too heavy, but I think they'll get there. And one thing I will say, of all the motion reprojections I've used, there's less artifacts at lower frame rate with the error than any other. That's still the same thing that I said on my other video. It's just a case of them working out the kinks. But admittedly, okay. you know, Pimax have already got all that sorted out. So they have, they have smart smoothing, which works really well as well. So, yeah, you know, but... Um, Oh, I was going to say something. I can't remember that. It's gone. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to trying it and being completely honest, of course, as I always am, and seeing it, you know, just testing things that perhaps the, you know, sort of the more mainstream gaming VR type channels might not, you know, think about. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting adventure trying this one. And I'm going to literally, sure. and, and any any sort of questions and stuff or <clears throat> anything people want to know about the headset, I'm, I'm going to go for it and just... Uh, try and answer and try, you know, just compare everything I can about the headset. So, but yeah, anyway, I'll crack on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, no. hey, have you got it yet, Seb, actually? Have you got the crystal? I have it here under the table right now. No, I'm kidding you. <laughs> You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, 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 still, I still want to know, though, um, which headsets are you using now? I, I know that you also have the Pico 4 now. Yes, and, exactly. I was gonna and you, also, you also enjoy it, right? Yes. Well, one thing I didn't have on my last uh, on the last show that I was on was the Pico 4. Right, and but now you have it. So how do you like I it? I do have it. And it's, it's what, I'm, uh, what I call it is the cheeky VR headset of 2022. I mean, what, a, what a device that is. I was really, really surprised by how much I actually really enjoy the Pico 4. It's a fantastic headset, without a doubt. And I was not expecting to enjoy it so much. In fact, to the point where, especially with a really high-end PC with a 4090, yes. I actually prefer using that to the Reverb G2, which is mind-blowing. Yes. I can understand it. I can, for I, me, it was I, the headset yeah. of the year 2022, honestly speaking. Yes. That was, for me, be better than the rest. Or like just, most surprising, it's great. Quest Pro is also good, really... but not like this. Sorry, guys. There's a bit of a delay on my end. You're like, you're like, Tatiana's completely frozen now, and you're like, oh, I'm really? robotic. So, uh -oh. apologies if I am sort of talking over people. It's because there's a bit of a lag. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm, I might go back in and come out again if it carries on. It might be my end. I'm not sure. But uh, Okay. Yeah. So tell us about your Pico 4 experience. So you like it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I was honestly, things that really shocked me about it was the fact that it's got motorized IPD. Like, why did they even add that in there? They didn't need to do that. It was almost like quite an odd thing. But at the same time, I fully respect that they've added such a high-end feature in Sim, sim, things like uh, the active cooling technology as well that makes such a difference when you start using vr headsets with you know fans that kind of blow a fresh air onto your face you, you kind of it's hard to go back to anything else because you, you you forget how clammy you feel you know when after a sort of a long session but of course those pancake lenses are everything really that's that's the the party piece of the headset and for again, my use case scenario when I'm looking at cockpit gauges and fine text, that really beats the even the slightly <clears throat> sharp because the G2 is slightly sharper, but not by a lot. But then you've got such a small uh, sort of sweet spot anyway. I'd rather have a much wider, um, you know, sort of clearer display and have slightly less sharpness because you won't notice it because it will feel a lot better. So I think overall, I'm I'm quite impressed very impressed really with what they've done with the pk4 just giving it those extra little features like the ipd motorized which i know is not a big deal but to me as a geek i'm thinking cool. why it's did they put cool. that in there <laughs> it's so amazing it's pretty cool uh, for that price unbelievable and can i just say as well actually that i did play red matter 2 in fact i played the whole thing oh um on the pico it looks very yeah, good on the pico on the, like, it, oh, like wow. it looks wow. it looks better than on the quest pro which is like wow I'll go Mind further than that. Really? It looks it looks yes. like a PC VR game. It's unbelievable. I think. Wow. I've never I've never known this. Oh, I was I and you know I was I wanted to show it on the channel, but I thought no one's going to give a crap about that, so I thought I won't <laughs> show it because they're like this is not flying. This is game. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I honestly I was so impressed with Red Matter Two on the Pico Four. It's beautiful. It's an amazing experience, and I don't even really like puzzle games that often. But it just kept me coming back for more because it was such a high quality experience. Um, so, and it ran really well as well. Really impressed. So from a standalone point of view, it is good. However, it's not perfect because, of course, there's a lot of games that just don't look very nice on the PK4, which is a shame. Um, like Walkabout Mini Golf is really grainy and strange. Uh, huh. And After the Fall doesn't look quite, quite as good on the Quest as well. So I'm not quite sure what the reasons are for that. But uh, Actually, you know. for some for some games, they were using like Pico three APKs, which right, were not okay. optimized yet for the Pico four, just to have the game there in the first place. But now they are little by little like um, putting up the, the the correct versions, so quite a few of the games now look good again. Well, yeah. I haven't seen that yet, uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Check it oh, out yeah. at the same time. I can't I can't multitask. There we go. So I'm saying thank you to uh, Gil Arlerton for saying hello. So thank you. Um, but yeah, overall, Pico 4, I, I, you know, I don't yeah. use the Quest 2 up, really. anymore with PC VR. In fact, I've I haven't even used it on my new computer. I just don't bother anymore. I think the Pico 4 is a fantastic PC VR headset if you've got the grunt to use it. And I've got to say, virtual, virtual desktop completely transforms that headset. Um, in fact, Funny enough, I've just realized that funny little background behind me, that was with the Pico 4, actually. It wasn't the Vario, it was with the wow. Pico 4. And I was at uh, 
a beautiful locked 45 frames per second motion reprojection and it was just so smooth and looked so good yeah i actually prefer it to the reverb g2 i said this in the video recently and yeah i get it for it but no no i I totally get it yeah, honestly speaking, this is really, in my opinion, right now, still the best wireless PCVR headset, the Pico 4. Yeah, it is inexpensive, yeah. it has a high resolution, it has pancake um, optics. So, yeah, together with, in combination with virtual desktop on, on ultra settings, or, yeah, if you have, a, like, a strong PC that can support this, yes, it's the Pico is 4. The, so yeah. I'm still so sad that the US cannot, cannot get it. Or you can get it, you can order it from, from some sites, but so the way the, the, the main um, I don't know the main turn off for me and it kind of deterred me from spending more time with Pico is that there were I don't know maybe I was set sent some kind of a dev kit or something there were many parts in inside the headset that are still in Chinese and to sign in you have to you have to pick your time zone or something or not the okay, time zone. Then... Um, you have to pick a, a phone code. Like okay, the, no. The... You don't have then. Then you don't have the European version. Yeah, and I had to choose through a list of Chinese. No. Ones. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no. I did not. And and no. I can't, you know, install uh, the app um, that I would use to activate some game keys to try the games. So currently, I have a headset okay. that has no games on it, and I just <laughs> yeah. Well, what am I that is bad. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with it? I, all I can do really is probably play PC VR games, but it is a standalone headset. I would like to try, you know, the standalone Red Matter. I mean, I would buy it. Um, you can't. Then you can't the even. Store. Then you can't even try um, virtual desktop. <laughs> so if you cannot install any apps, probably, or you have to uh, sideload it. Is uh, so is virtual desktop? I mean, isn't it on the store? Do I need to sideload it? Uh, it's because... on the store. Okay. Well, then I can. But you could cite... Yeah. Okay. But so I can't cite the store. It's essentially, um, oh, and also uh, Shane recently made an, um, like an APK. Well, there was also an APK, but he made a little shortcut shortcut to the uh, place in on SideQuest where you can get it. So you can go directly there from your Pico browser and sideload um, SideQuest VR app. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. There aren't too many games for Pico on SideQuest yet, but that library is growing. So at least that's something to keep your eyes on if if you want some more more games <laughs> there from SideQuest. But yeah, okay. I'm a little bit disappointed just because I I don't know what to do with it right now, <laughs> and I have other things. So I just prioritized something else to Pico just because that seemed like there were so many hardships on the way that shouldn't have been there in the first place. But um, on your device, yeah, right. On you my should, device, yes. You should definitely get like a European version, and hopefully, they will come out in the US sooner or later. Yeah, if they Please. send it to me, I can send my my Pico and to anyone if someone You're needs right. it. If someone is willing to to take the <laughs> the hurdles of setting it up i can just yeah honestly i i am super impressed with the pico 4 and especially from a, a high-end pc vr nerd that i am it is excellent and i think especially now the reeve of g2 is not looking like it's going to be supported for much longer i do think it could be a viable option for some people that are looking to get a cheaper way into pc vr the only thing is that i will say is that 
don't really get it unless you've got a powerful GPU. Very important because if you've got anything less than, say, a 3080, um, you're not really going to enjoy it so much because it's all about that godlike mode setting in virtual <clears> desktop. Godlike, yeah, it, godlike, that's yeah, once, it. Once, yeah, once you set that resolution, it is phenomenal. I mean, I'm, is, I'm even playing um, half Very close to G2. It is. It's close enough. And then you've got 75. And then better sweet spots, right? Exactly. Better edge clarity, yeah. uh, wireless. It's, it's good. Then, better, better tracking, right? Much better tracking. Yes, absolutely. Right. But what, why can't... I think Pico should just say, look, we need virtual desktop on the Pico. As soon as you get it, it should be on in the library as soon as you sign up for it. Because what that... Then they would admit that their own software is not good enough. <laughs> Oh, it's on it. I did try their own software and it was like shockingly bad. Like really, yeah. really bad. Felt sick actually. It was all laggy and like, oh god, didn't like it. <laughs> Virtual desktop literally installed it, right? This is what I did. Installed it, plus you know, like it connected my computer. That's it, done. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's it's uh, a killer yeah, really combination, good. really. Like a good computer, if you want to do PC VR. The Pico 4 and Godlike on virtual desktop wad. That is really right, right now still the best way to play PC VR, I think. If you want to have like wireless PC VR, it's, it's great. I have to also quickly say the sound quality from the Pico really surprised me. I mean, it's not G2, of course, but I mean it doesn't need it's, to be. I think it's, it's pretty good. plenty good enough. I, I think exactly. it's very, very clever, especially yeah. And the pass-through as well, color pass-through, very nice. And the haptics and the controllers. You don't realize how much better they are than the Quest until you go back to the Quest. And it just feels like, oh, hang on. Like, I've got a new phone recently, and um, the yeah. haptics on this are fantastic. And I didn't notice that until I went back to my old phone and thought, oh, wow. It's just those little things that, you, that make a difference. Um, and the, the fact that it's not meta makes all the difference to me, the fact that there's another player in the market. So I really hope. Imagine a Pico 4 link. <laughs> you know like a, a display that is version. that is basically the headset that we want right it would be so easy like wow they could they could make so many people happy by just doing this pico 4 link or pico it, would, 5 it makes link. sense well the thing is i, I guess it would make sense because it's kind of like treading on their own it tail it doesn't make sense for them we are too small um, those people like us it's just like 160 people who are watching this now who will so, want and it. That, and they're all the PCVR uh, community as a whole. <laughs> is, is currently virtual desktop is the only way to connect Pico 4 to no. PC? No, no. You can use their own software to do wireless streaming. You can use a USB-C, a USB cable. The oh, same okay. thing like Quest. Exactly the same thing. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah don't get me wrong there, guys. Like, I got this on my... And I was so excited about it like I am now. It's still not via aero levels. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing like that. I'm not trying to say it's it's like but high honestly end, but speaking, it has it, it has more FOV impressive. than the arrow. It does, <laughs> yes, it does. It, it, yeah, it's wireless. It it has sound. <laughs> it is pretty good. Admittedly, the, the first few weeks I just played used the Pico on its own, and then I had what Tatiana was saying when I went back to the arrow for a few moments. It was like, oh, hang on a minute, I don't remember it like that before. It's all like letterbox. Yeah. But then. You know, after a couple of minutes, it's fine. It, it doesn't it doesn't really make a difference to me personally. After a while, you get used to it. But uh, but yeah, it's it, actually we do have field of view is good. We do have some people in the German community who have the the Arrow and the Pico Four, and they see themselves playing the Pico Four more. Hello, Noidy. Yeah, yeah. But what what, <laughs> yeah, what are we, they doing? Have, for games, uh, Pico Four is better for games. 
Not Nobody for flying. in the chat. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, do you fly? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. We have to ask him. He's in the chat right now. <laughs> hey, hey, sorry? Yeah. Who's that? No, his, his name is Noidy. He's also in the chat. Oh. Yes. Let's see if he's there. Yeah, he was there before. Um, anyways, bo great headsets. And um, gl yeah, glad that you also enjoy it as yeah, much as me. Absolutely. But... No, I completely disagree with anyone who would ever say <laughs> that the Pico is the, the only way. Only reason why you'd use the Pico Four over the air is because it's wireless and it's a gaming headset. That you know, for for, for proper sort of high resolution, high quality race simming and flight simming, Aero is beyond anything that's out there, apart from perhaps the Crystal, which I've yet to try. So right, yeah, right, that, that's my view on it. Because it's, it's it's the things <laughs> like quality as well, isn't it? Like the quality of the device itself when it's you pick nice. it up absolutely yeah and that's important as well of that's course true. you saw these things but it's yeah anyway i probably should uh, wrap up as well <laughs> i have been trying i'll quickly mention I don't know if you can see it on my seat no you can't but i've got a i've been sent a haptic seat with six transducers sounds very technical doesn't it with six um, transducers transducers yes i didn't even know what they were until i had to uh kind of uh research it myself but uh Basically, what it does is it, it connects to your computer and to any sort of software. So say for flying or in a race sim, and it will give you feedback. Say, if, for instance, you're racing around a track and there's a, there's a bump or something. You'll feel the bump in your left side or your right side or your back or whatever. And say for flying, when the landing gear comes up, you feel the bumps or the turbulence. Oh, okay, and it's cool. all through this seat, a little padded seat thing. And I've been trying that. And it's amazing. It's so cool. So it has, does it have the profiles for these games or is it somehow based on something else? Do the games support yeah. this chair? It does. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like a padded little seat thing that goes onto your chair. Um, it is expensive though. It's very expensive, but I must admit it's one of those things a bit like your vest you was talking about. Like once you experience VR feeling it like that, I don't know. It's hard to go back to be fair. Very hard to go back. Haptic buttocks, absolutely. <laughs> you, you feel, you feel it in your backside. It's great. It is. It is. What, it is what it is. I mean, call it how it is. It is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like when you land, you feel like the bump. You think, oh god, that was a, a bad landing. And once you fly without that again, it, it again, it just feels really synthetic. Something missing. Very cold. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. So. Okay, so so the games they already include the kind of information to make your ass vibrate. <laughs> yes, basically, <laughs> a lot of games have like what they call telemetry, and that you can feed ah, the telemetry yeah. from that game into the software to, to make it really accurate. And at the moment, for flying purposes, it doesn't have that. But I'm I'm working not working with them at all. I'm just sort of giving them feedback, and hopefully over time they'll uh, be able to incorporate that into flying. But for race sims, they do have telemetry for the seat. So if, say, you're flying around bloody Silverstone or something, you'll feel everything as it should be, really. But again, uh, it is expensive. Which company is this? Which company is it? Oh, hang on. Uh, sim, sim Racing Studio, I think it's called. And the moment, they're actually sold out of them anyway, so you can't get one, even if you want one. Because the um, but... they probably support like lots of you know cross-platform VR and flat screen too i would assume like for if they're specializing in racing then there's mostly flat screen racing right yeah yeah i mean 
yes yeah, it's, it's it's definitely something i wasn't even that bothered about in fact they emailed me about three or four times saying yeah, please give it a go honestly you, you can say anything you want and I, and I did end up trying it and my first part of the review is that i didn't even, i said to everyone i don't actually like this i'm not keen but once I got everything dialed in, the setting, because the transducers are very powerful, but once you dial them down and <laughs> the separate them... are very powerful. Yeah. That sounds funny somehow. I don't know. It's a, I'm used to saying it now, so it probably sounds ridiculous to you guys, but I'm so used it to saying funny, it. It sounds funny. It sounds like something <laughs> from the future or something. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's such a cool thing. It really is. Wow. Great, great. So <laughs> you 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 are so used to it now you cannot live without it anymore. I can't live without that kick in the backside now. No, not at all. It's 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 not <laughs> <laughs> Ah yeah, good, good. Great to hear. And how expensive is it? If you could buy it? It's Forty thousand pounds. <laughs> no, it's it's four hundred pounds, I think it is, something like that. But I do have a discount code somewhere, um, which is not affiliated. Again, what an idiot. But no, you can use that and you'll get like £50 off or something, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You need to hire know. like a financial manager or someone who yes, would, who would take care maybe. of all the all the <laughs> negotiations for you. Because <laughs> don't sell yourself short. You have a very targeted no, really. audience. No, you have a super targeted audience, really. Exactly. Thank you. No, it, it's... Uh, we're a great bunch on my channel, actually, and, and uh, the Discord. We're like friends now, you know, and we go flying together and stuff. And it's it's because it's a niche community. I quite like that. I quite like how it's niche because it's uh, a bit more sort of closely knit. And we, we're all very similar, all the same passion. Right. And, yeah, oh, it's all cool. I, I yeah, found your so. video on the website. It says, watch video review of VR Flight Sim Guy. Oh, yes, I think I, I am on there, yeah, somewhere. And for the first, honestly, for the first 10 minutes, I'm like, I don't like it. Don't like this. And they were mm -hmm. like, oh, no. But then I realized it's not something you can just plug and play. You do need to change the levels and things. And once you, you have a bit of time with it, that's, yeah, that's it. It's called a U-Shake 6. Thank you, GT. Yeah. U-Shake 6. Makes U -shake sense. Six. six transducers. Transducers. <laughs> Trans <laughs> Transducers. Transducers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Cool, cool. Okay. That was your week or anything more to, to, to tell us? No, yeah, all good. I've been gigging quite a lot with my band and flying in real life a lot. But apart from that, all good. I think I I'll told you, I, I told you, Steve, that that is truly <laughs> the one thing that I need in my life. You know, gotta, I would love to do it. Yeah, I, I need to do it. I think I would love the feeling to be on stage. Actually, band. Yeah, yeah. But I, the problem is I cannot sing and I cannot play any instrument. So <laughs> I don't know. I could probably review a headset on we stage. We can be on the triangle. Yes, I'd be This is the new Pymix Crystal. Yes. But who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then what, in the end of the of the review, I like smash it. On, on the... <laughs> yes. Proper like rock you and roll. The guitar, like, Ooh. Yeah. You should try the Maestro VR. Yeah. You'd be conducting... <laughs> Can, oh, can right. you try that? I, I have I have not played. I've seen some videos about it. You're right. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, but honestly, this is really this is truly the one thing I believe I would enjoy a lot. I'm I'm a very passionate guy, as you know, right? And I believe I could if I would be able to play an instrument and then have like an audience uh, who is who is like excited. Wow, I think I could make them go crazy. <laughs> 
Oh, honestly, I, I think you definitely have the passion and the flair for it. You just need to learn a few chords and then yeah, get right. on stage and go for it. Yeah. yeah. The good thing is, actually, I like um, punk rock music, and I heard I only need like three chords or something. Like, That's ah. exactly it. Yeah, you just you just need to use fact, just chords, one right? chord shape. It's like a fifth yeah, chord, yeah. which is just chord, a shape. Right? Oh yeah. And yeah, then exactly. once you know that shape, you can just go okay. anywhere in the fretboard, and it's just different chords, and that's it. You, you've learned. Okay. Okay. That's it. <laughs> yeah when i come when i come to the uk and you have a gig you, you must somehow put me on stage this is my friend oh, from, so from vr <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, so this is what this show has come to yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like we are like 52 <laughs> minutes in Steve and we comes have not really one show about. a year and he hijacks the entire <laughs> <race>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but it's okay. We don't have so many like super hot topics, so it's okay. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I think I should also tell you a bit about my week, what yes, I did definitely. so far, right? Like, So I didn't do so many videos, but I did two videos. So the first video was my video about my visit of the Acer headquarters here in Taipei. I hope that everyone watched it. It's like an edited video where I talk scripted like I, I seldom do you normally i do the videos just turn the camera on and say something but this time i wrote a script and i was reading it so yeah i did some editing i liked the video <laughs> i hope somebody watched it no somebody watched it, it was quite quite nice. good quite successful and i tell people about the acer um, um the new acer technology for 3d monitors where you don't need glasses and where you can play like your high your PC VR games like God of War and and so on and so forth, and I loved it. It's just like a super magical moment when you are looking at that screen and you expect it to be 2D, right? Because we've been looking at normal screens for all of of, of all of our lives, and they haven't been 3D. But then it's perfect 3D, and I mean it perfect. And you don't have to wear glasses, and you can even like uh, move with your head. Because there are like two cameras tracking your eyes and putting the two pictures exactly in the right direction, it is friggin' amazing. And when then when you play like a game that you know, like God of War, but now it's in perfect 3D, yes. So cool. I absolutely, I absolutely hope that everyone watches this video if you haven't watched it yet. And I can tell you, this is truly a technology that I believe is a quite nice compromise between VR, like being completely immersed and playing 2D games. But I love VR, obviously. You know that. <laughs> and um, I still, th obviously, it's more immersive to be in VR. But seeing that perfect 3D on a 2D monitor and then playing something like God of War is great. It was really good. It was just such a big difference compared to playing like 3D on a 2D monitor. Loved it. Really loved it. So how is it yeah. like... Do you, you don't have to wear glasses, so I'm guessing it's tricking your eyes somehow, is it, to uh, give no, you No, you don't have to wear glasses. You do not have to wear That's glasses. That, that is the point. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, that is the point. I, I watched the video. I don't know what I expected of it because... I was watching it on a flat screen monitor, so I didn't really see <laughs> yes, it. So, it's rubbish. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not working. Yeah, no. it's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, there's right. no way. But uh, it's just it's just something I guess you have to see for yourself, and all you, we can do is really... It's just like VR, just exactly. Yeah. You just have to believe cool. me at this point. This is truly... You will you would love it. I know it. I know if you if you see it, if you are a gamer and you see that screen, 
you want it. That's something that I said in the video. You can buy that right now. Actually, um, it costs like 1,100 US dollar, the screen only. And they also have like um, a gaming laptop where, where, this, where they already baked this technology in. It's called Predator Helios 3000 Spatial Labs Edition, which is quite a mouthful. And that costs like 3,500 US dollars. But you can buy it now. And they have a huge list of games that is supported by this technology because they still have to... Um, manually like uh, imp make the games really work on it like the 3d information is already in the game but they have to free it with their technology so they really like take all the games that they think will work fine with the technology technology and fine-tune it like some menus are not in 3d so they kind of make it work and yeah anyway so the list is growing and i'm excited about this technology and i believe once more people check it out. And once there are bigger screens, because right now the screens that they have is like 15.6 inch, which is like your uh, laptop screen. But I know gamers want 27 inch, right? 30 inch. So, yeah. And we'll get TVs That's... like that probably too to play oh, yeah. PlayStation <laughs> games. Oh, that would be so good. That would be great. But then, uh, yeah, PlayStation would have to support that. Anyways... Yeah. Fantastic technology, super loved it. Looking forward to show you more on the channel. And um, I think this technology could become, could actually be successful this time. We had like 3D on the TVs, right? With these glasses that you had to wear. And we had it also on uh, PC monitors some 10 years back or so from NVIDIA with shutter glasses. But now without glasses, now it's there. And it's amazing, really. I do wonder yeah. like, would it be distracting after a while though? Like, for instance, no, I'm was, playing. I are totally fine. Yeah. I just think, because, you know, at the moment I'm really enjoying a flat screen game. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla at the moment. And sometimes I'll play that, you know, for two or three hours at a time. I just can imagine if it's 3D for that length of time, maybe it, would it be distracting? No, it, would it? Actually, know, no. It... I'm telling you, like, uh, my eyes were completely fine. It's just like as good, this, the, the picture quality is as good as you look on your monitor right now. But cool. it has 3D. It, it even felt more natural. Then I could I could turn off the 3D effect with a keystroke, and then I thought like like what? How bad is that to see it in 2D again? Yes, yeah, I get you. Yeah. And I, 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 just, I wanted it. I wanted it back as soon as possible. It was the so good. only reason why I say that is because I I've recently watched Avatar in 3D, uh, the cinema obviously, and mm -hmm. I don't know. My eyes were straining after a while. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't no. actually enjoy it because okay. obviously it was very different. Probably it's like a generation, very much different. Because obviously, Next generation. Yeah, no. I feel like yeah. it's still different because that's still a, a movie with actors that was made to look 3D, I guess. If it's the game that's completely 3D rendered, then it's more natural that way. Like when you're in VR, you don't feel that way. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. It's, it's all rendered, right? It's not just like actors uh, put in there. I don't really know, but um, I would imagine that it just feels, I don't know, maybe it's something you get used to and you feel like this is how it's supposed to be. And then it's hard to go back to, to a flat screen. We just, we've never experienced really um, anything like this for a long time, like we did with flat screens. So I would it's be curious funny, to try. Exactly. I don't even know why I'm asking that right. question about ice train after a few hours when I'm, you know, in VR <laughs> for like all day sometimes. Oh yeah. So, you know, but I just, yeah, I was curious. I just know uh, the 3D thing for me, I, I found it, well, anyway, in terms of the film that I watched, obviously it's going to be very different anyway, but I just, I thought it was a bit distracting and after a while it was a bit blurry for me, but I'm right, sure it's right. much better than but that. 
on that laptop. The thing is, and it's just like there's there's no blur, no blurriness. I didn't see crosstalk where like uh, one eye could see both pictures. No, it was like really just so good. And yeah, you hopefully you will get to see it. Check it out. I'd on love to try one it. Of, one of the next exhibitions or so, hopefully you can see it. And this is tech that's coming. It's not only coming from Acer. There's other companies who are, who are also like we're showing it on at AWE. Like Sony was showing it and Leia was showing it. So it is coming. It is coming, did this you, technology. Did you order yeah. one for yourself? Did you get one? No. No. But, you want a but one? <laughs> I, will, I, I will try it out. I will try it out. They will send me one. A loan unit. So that's going to happen soon on the channel. Yes, so that's good. That is really good. Yep, so, and then I, I made another video about HTC, like my thoughts, what HTC should do in order to make the XR Elite more um, successful. Because in my opinion, they would directly have a, like a huge um, advantage over the Quest Pro and over the Pico 4 if they allowed people to directly stream to YouTube because that is not possible on the Quest devices and on the Pico devices. And that is one reason why I don't like to stream with the Pico 4 or the Quest devices because it's just so tough to stream directly to YouTube and you don't see any chat, right? So on the PSVR 1, it was so amazing. We could uh, directly stream to YouTube and we would um, see the chat and it's just fantastic. I hope they're going to come back with PSVR 2, right? So there was like one thing that the XR Elite could do directly and they would directly have like a really cool uh, way to advertise themselves for free. It's like a no-brainer for me. It's like it's yeah. like it must be there, right? Makes sense or mm. not? Yeah, definitely. I I never understand yeah. it myself. Like even just like for instance, like Microsoft Flights and later not, they know that there's a massive VR following, yet they do not want to help us out in making decent VR footage. So yeah, right. it, it, games, any VR game or any manufacturer, like um just please make recording VR easier for us because mm -hmm. we want to promote it and we want to show the world exactly. how amazing it is, but it's always looks so crap on YouTube. So yeah, right, it's, it's tough. right. So and like obviously, like the XR Elite with a thousand ninety-nine dollar asking price, excluding taxes, it has a hard time. Not many people are going to pick it up, so it has to think out of the box yeah. if it could think for itself. <laughs> the XR Elite, right? So <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe <laughs> who knows? Artificial intelligence. <laughs> so the thing is, like, yeah, I made this video, and also I. My ideas, uh, my hope for them or my advice would be somehow set it on installments together with uh, the Viveport Infinity package that is also like something that they have and that the competition does not have. So, yeah, who knows? That's, that's what I hope that they would do. And you know what? Actually, I must tell you, I am glad that HTC is actually watching my videos because mm. I, I got a message on LinkedIn from from the project lead from HTC. Hello there. <laughs> and he said, thank you for the video. And they're totally looking into it. And yeah, I thought that was cool. That's and excellent. also, yeah, really, really. Also nice. the, also the, um, the, 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 the person charged for marketing and communication here in Taipei, he also sent me a message and he thought that was a really good, uh, that was really uh, interesting uh, video. So yeah, cool. So hopefully something's going to happen. Other than that, 
other than that, actually, I was doing lots of work behind the scenes because, you know, here on MRTV, normally you get to see hardware and you get to see the hardware very early. And actually, it is not so easy to make that happen. So if you think like, ah, Sebastian, he just got to relax and open all the packages that are being sent his way. No, it is like, like a huge effort <laughs> to get the stuff. Like right mm -hmm. now, I'm working on the HTC um, Vive XR Elite, on the Pimax Crystal, and on the PSVR 2. And hopefully, I'm going to get all the headsets early. But... It's it's uh, it's tough. It's really really not easy to make that happen. And the person who is on the other side, on the receiving side from these companies, I'm so sorry to be me. <laughs> they, it's, no, it's like they they are or really like, again. <laughs> they they this guy really when it's about getting hardware, you don't want to be on that other receiving side. It's like I'm relentless. <laughs> I'm relentless. You have to. Be, I guess you have to be ready though. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Normally, they will give up at one point, and yeah, here you have it. But stop, stop, <laughs> yeah. stop harassing, <laughs> stop harassing me, please, Sebastian. You get it. Right. I'm, I'm sending it your way, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's so, how you do it. Yeah. So uh, that's actually what I'm working on in the background. Like, uh, it's very time intensive, but it's going to happen. So you have yeah. a contact even with the PlayStation marketing team for sending the unit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't I didn't think anybody was receiving it early. I thought everybody's waiting for. Yeah, well, Do you have secrets? You gotta be. Yeah, well, Sony Taiwan knows me now. They didn't know me before, and I didn't know them before, but now they know me. <laughs> wow, that's yes. nice. That's good. It's good because I think that should be a thing anyway. I, I do feel that someone in your position with such an influence that you have um, should get devices. A lot earlier so that people can make an informed decision it just makes sense yeah. to me so yeah absolutely so yeah who knows who knows so that's what i was working on actually yep in the background of the channel and let's see what's going to happen hopefully it's going to happen i don't have any of the devices here yet still working on it so I am. i'm really looking forward they, they, to seeing they have not yet given up <laughs> <laughs> but I, am, I am looking forward to seeing the psvr content i'm, I'm going to be watching that you know, a lot when it when it drops. Even even me, I'm just curious to see what it looks like, what people's thoughts are, and stuff. And yeah, it's uh... right. So yeah, yeah, I I have the feeling that you might want to get one too. After you, <laughs> it's after a lot you of money it. though, isn't it? A thousand quid basically for a PS. Yeah, you're right. Right. If you don't yeah, have a lot the, of money. if you don't have the the PS5 yet, right. Okay, for yeah, someone who doesn't so really play consoles, but anyway, yeah, probably move on. Yeah. yeah, I feel like your time is all invested in flight sims. I don't. It is. Know. I, I don't. Um, I don't even know how. Yeah, you're totally right. I, yeah, I, some you know, of these games it. that are, will be coming out will be new, like the Horizon and the uh, the Village. But there are also so many ports that come from Quest. Um, I don't really know. Unless I feel like at this point, if you're not interested in playing. Horizon and Resident Evil, then all other games can. <laughs> uh, Gran Turismo 7 also, but then all other that games can be kind of played on Quest. Um, so, yeah, if you're they're curious about it, it's worth getting into it. But I feel like it would be quite an investment if, you, if you're if you not going to play, play Absolutely. long term. Absolutely. I totally agree. It would be just I want you to get it because I want to hear what you'll think. But <laughs> yeah. uh, realistically, 
Honestly, it's, I, I think it's not cheap. I truly think for a VR content creator, those thousand quid, these are an investment that you should make now. Because from my feeling is that lots of people will be excited about it. Obviously, I am excited about it. So I believe it's it's a good investment. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, okay. let's you know probably should we start should we start with the show? <laughs> An hour and like an hour an hour and eight minutes have passed and we have not gotten into our stuff. So let's do this now. So let's start with the VR um, topic that VR is dead again. So there's lots of crazy things happening and they, they happen quite in, in succession. So lots of people were laid off from from Meta last year already, right? That happened last year, like thousands of jobs. They were really cutting, cutting lots of people off, and lots of people lost their jobs. Now we heard from from Microsoft that they also actually have laid off so many people related to VR. Like it seems like they're completely cutting everything that doesn't give them direct revenue right now. For example, Windows Mixed Reality team has completely been disbanded, so no more Windows Mixed Reality headsets. Yeah. So some people might be really happy about that. <laughs> But still, still, that is, that is not great news. Then also the HoloLens team, HoloLens, that has been like the marquee project of, of Microsoft has been laid off. So it seems like the HoloLens is dead. And we were actually already like um, speculating about it when we heard that uh, Meta keynote and then we, we saw... Microsoft saying that they're going to bring all the software now to the Quest Pro, right? Not anymore on HoloLens or pro probably still there. But anyway, there was already like a little sign of it. And uh, what else had to go? Altspace. It's crazy, right? So many people spend so much time on Altspace, having all these social connections, building all these assets and having a great time. And that's And then now it's just being... Yeah, let go. So it's going to be stopped. Crazy. And also now what we heard recently in this week, and I want to ask you about that as well, Echo VR, like one of the most loved esports games, right? Like a really polished and amazing game that people really love that became like a big part of some people's lives for esports, for VR esports. It's just so surprising when I heard that they would just stop it like this. Just like this. One of the very few multiplayer games where you would easily find somebody to play with and where actually really this kind of esports has formed around. So uh, what are your thoughts, Tatiana? Is VR dead? And why is Echo VR being just canceled? Oh, I'm, that that is a tough question as of why it's being canceled. I, I don't. I know. <laughs> that's like thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks for that easy. easy yeah, we want to know now, Tatiana. Tell us, to give it to us. Uh, you are all a well I know is that I, I remember very clearly when I before I started my channel and when I yeah actually that's a that's a cute story. Uh, before I got into like content creation as a, as a YouTuber and I was still doing my research in VR and I was very new and I was learning more about it. I was going into all these Facebook groups sharing um, uh, I think it was um, like some kind of a survey that I was doing for one of my research studies and I got to talking to one person there who introduced me to 
Discord, which is crazy to think about it, that there was a time I didn't know it, to, and the very first group was this Echo VR community. And oh, okay. uh, he, he, the way he was talking about it, the way he was describing it as the most like wholesome, amazing, supportive community of players that is just so great to get together. And Echo VR is the only thing that, that he really plays in VR because this is so amazing just to hang out with, with friends and it's so unique. And I thought, wow, that this is this is the top of VR, you know, this is how this is how people have fun in VR. And I've, of course, like I've since played Lone Echo and I've um, observed how that game was was loved by the community and even by Zuckerberg himself. I mean, we all remember how um, that game was featured at the Connect. Like, wasn't right. he talking about how he was, yes. how he, how proud he was of that and how happy he was to play it? So, with all of that and with this image of this game that was already in my head and, and with all the people just being in love, I could not believe that that was really happening. And it, it really boggles me that they are, pr um, unless there's something happening that we really don't know or don't want to know, they are shifting their priorities way to a different side from releasing a headset that's kind of professional, but not really, not almost not talking about games at all during the last Connect, and now slashing down the very successful multiplayer platform that has, I think, tens of thousands of active players. It's just backwards priorities, completely not thinking about gamers and communities. And I don't know. I I I don't I know they're not stupid. Okay. I know they're actually very smart, the people who work for Meta, but I don't know what they're doing. I don't want to assume they are completely disconnected with their community. It's, I think you yeah. know what? I don't think I think they honestly don't care about the community really they they simply do they, they simply follow know. their numbers and yeah. probably probably the numbers were just not right they were not favorable and okay th then they make a de the decision we stopped this we we can't we can't do this because we're not making any money out of this game anymore right and uh, well I, I i really loved actually that Meta is the one company that invests so many billions into the technology that we love, right? Honestly speaking, they have been doing the heavy lifting for all of the, yeah, for all of, for most of the industry by investing billions of dollars into the company. But unfortunately, this has not paid off yet. And it will probably not pay off for the next 10 years or so. And the reality is simply that the numbers are biting Mr. Zuckerberg in, in the ass. And he is responsible to this, the stakeholders. And he needs to do something, and that is cutting costs. And that's why last year he has uh, yeah, laid off so many people. And also now they are simply cutting off what doesn't make money. Yeah, so that's, That is what I think. Basically what you're saying is it takes too much work for them to keep it alive like it doesn't justify the cost this outcome because i would i was for some reason i mean i don't know based on you know the gaming community it's still 
um, probably brings them enough income to at least cover those costs. Isn't that like a, one of the highest played multiplayer games out there for standalone VR? Uh, but is it a paid game? Isn't it free? I believe so. Yeah. Sure. So then, How do I... then they then they then they don't make money, right? They it's only incurred costs for running the servers. So I I don't really understand the business model of this game. It's a, probably a money sink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve, you played it, right? I've, no, I've never never. I've played it actually. <laughs> oh, actually, it's, it. it's great. Yeah, it's actually really a cool game. Like you have this frisbee, right? And you are in zero gravity with your teammates. I think three teammates against the other team, and you. Yeah, it's it's tactical. It's it's, it's cool. It's really fun. And I know that some people, yeah, play it religiously, like it's sports. So it's sad for them. And it, it was like one of those. Marquee games, really. One of those games that you could show off as, okay, this is really VR sports. So it is it is sad that they let this go and that they don't in, actually just invest, keep the investment in this open. Uh, that's That I think is, is truly... Well, that means that things must be really bad <laughs> for Meta. I mean, to make a decision like that, they I'm sure they knew that the backslash would be really aggressive. Because yeah. they're killing something really loved. If it doesn't bring them money, doesn't mean that you know people are, will just let it go it without off? fight. I mean, they're I, very I, explicit I, about killing it off. They're not just you yeah. know labeling it. Oh, this is, is, is an is unsupported it, game. Is it just a readjustment? Is there something else they're working on that's going to be better than that? That they might be introducing mm. something more. They said something know, in line with the metaverse. Yeah, yeah, but 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 there's it's already established. It's so much easier to improve something that's already established and has a community then build something completely new and imagine like you quit your channel you start a brand new youtube channel bring all your community on there how long will it take you um it's like <laughs> it's great you, it up long. <laughs> well it will it'll still take quite quite some time and uh even with their horizon worlds i Give mean they're day. trying to attract people it's like come on <laughs> It's just not it's not working fast enough. If they think that they are losing money now, I would like to see how how it's gonna um turn out for them if they introduce something brand new. Um yeah, yeah I don't yes, know. That's know. that's strange. Yeah, they have to be having it. Yes, go on, Seb, go on. There's a there's a petition right now, an online petition where fans of the game ask Meta to put the code into open source. And also the, the code of the servers, so that the community can simply run the game themselves, which I think is a beautiful idea. I think that would be fantastic if that was possible, but it seems like it's not so simple because, well, the, it's their tech, right? It's they have programmed the tech, and and they don't simply want to give it for free to some other companies or just to to the public domain. So I don't think that's going to happen. But still, it's sad. It seems like we, we, you know, what what I feel right now, we're getting out of this phase where where companies simply um, believe that this technology is going to take off really fast. You know, like Meta, the, the biggest company who invested in this, they also understand this now that they cannot just simply 
mindlessly invest even if they have good ideas because they simply need to generate revenue sooner. And I have the feeling that the, those companies that are now cutting it, they are understanding that this is a, the long game and that they leave the heavy lifting to some others. Like I think Microsoft, they leave the heavy lifting now to Meta and probably Apple, who will who will um, ho hopefully catapult this into into spheres where it's easier to make money. That's that's what I think right now. It's more like uh, we are now in in the era of more, yeah, not anymore the dreaming of about this technology, but more the the realistic expectations of this. Do you think, do you Seb, think that? Uh, sorry, I was going to ask Seb actually what you think in terms of obviously Meta is the leader right now, and they're the ones pushing VR and taking the risks. Are all the other companies just watching Meta and and seeing what their next move is, and then adjusting? what they do accordingly yeah. you know when they hear these scares and hear these layoffs and things like that is it making other companies get a bit sketchy oh battery exhausted what i'm exhausted guys oh. i'm so oh, no. exhausted <laughs> oh this is a, this is a great episode <laughs> don't mind me is when someone's chat listening to the podcast for? Um, sorry, keep carry on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for you to make this more That's exciting fine. for you. No, 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 no pressure. So, but yeah, um, I just, I yeah, just I think, like, I think other, yeah. yeah, I think the other companies, oh, they, <laughs> they simply see how tough it is. First of all, even to compete against companies like, for example, Meta or now also um, ByteDance, Pico. And they probably, because of this reason, don't even try to compete. So that's why I honestly think it's amazing that there are still companies who are trying to compete against Meta and ByteDance. Like, for example, obviously Sony, right? They are a big player, but also smaller ones, like, for example, HTC and Pimax. Honestly, if you really think about this, they are really the the... Um, David, who's fighting against um, Goliath, really, absolutely, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So that they're still there, and that, that 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 they're still trying at least to get into the market. That is remarkable, and I believe for that we need to applaud Pimax and HTC, even though they do many things wrong. <laughs> in my in my personal <laughs> opinion, oh yeah, like links, also links, right? In Europe, in Paris, right? Links to Stan, absolutely. So absolutely remarkable that there are still those Davids who fight against Goliath. Anyways, so that is that is interesting to see what's going to happen, and that's also what I think with HP. So there are rumors that HP is going completely out of the VR game. Um, Steve. What are your feelings about that? Since you are just like me, a big fan of the Reverb G2 that we really loved, still yeah. love, still. I am absolutely gutted when I, you know, I've, I've been trying to contact them for quite a while now with the contact I do have, and I don't know about you, said, but it's been so quiet and I haven't had anything back from them. So I was getting quite concerned about that. But then, when of course, sadly, as Bradley kind of um, sort of mentioned that uh, from his sources that it seems to be true. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm not surprised by it at all, especially because, you know, HP really did rely on that collaboration with Microsoft anyway. And of course, with the Windows Mixed Reality platform now being a sort of sketchy 
so, you know, in terms of its future, what's going to happen to it? You know, it's Good like, well, wh where else could they go with it unless they was a native Steam VR headset? Or, but I do wonder whether they had they had something uh, that they were working on, but because of this news from Microsoft and this sort of lack of support, I don't know what internally what kind of emails they've had from them, whether they've realised that they just can't vi viably do it. But I do wonder. It's it's frustrating because the G two didn't need a lot to get up to the standards of 2023. It just needed, you know, better lenses. Uh, obviously, pancake lenses on a G three. Imagine like everything the same, but different lenses and perhaps better tracking algorithms and better controls. And then, there you are. You've got a, an amazing headset that would sell. Agreed. A lot. You know. A lot. So I don't. Absolutely. I, I just don't. It, it's such. And for them to get out the market at this point it seems such a shame because hardware is now catching up with VR. Finally, you know, the G2 on a 4090 is an incredible experience now. So I just feel I can understand why they've done that, but it, it's a, it's a, such, such a hammer blow for the PC VR crowd and simming crowd, because we don't have, now we don't really have a middle ground headset. We've got the high end stuff like the crystal, the aero, and perhaps like the 8KX. And I, I think consider that a high end headset still, and then you've got the Pico and the Quests of the world, but where's that middle ground? Yeah, you know, we used to have the Rift S and the Valve Index perhaps is a higher mm. end of that middle ground. You know, the Vive Pro 2. We haven't got mm. those headsets anymore. And that's where we need we need that space. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the the Valve Deckard could fill into this. Like I giving hope so. us giving us a headset that is not super, super expensive, not super high end, but still amazing obviously and i believe it could be a great headset but yeah we don't have it yet hopefully it's going to come on this year 2023 it could be a crazy year for vr yeah but right um, now it's all eyes are on psvr and pimax crystal really you know if it wasn't for those two things my god would it be an awful year for vr really at this point anyway in terms of in, 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 unless anything else gets announced which i'm sure it will do we're still very early on but those are the two big things we've got a, you know we've got to focus on the fact we've got a high-end pc vr headset coming out very soon and of course we've got the console uh sort of crowd as well and mm. and of course the quest like... 3 so it's going to be a good year yeah. for vr i think but, but it, it's, like... it, it's not good at the moment with, with these announcements of course <sighs> I think AR development or like mixed reality development is kind of deterring from the game too, because more uh, companies are kind of getting interested and playful to add that to their headsets, but it doesn't really contribute much to the gaming aspect and improving improving the quality of gaming. So we see it in you know XR Elite, even Pimax is trying to double in that, promising that faceplate with mixed reality. There's Apple coming that's going to be, you know, targeted towards mixed reality use, and it's not going to be a gaming headset. So as much of a splash that um, Apple will create in the VR community, it's not going to, you know, become that VR gaming headset that we need to, to make VR, like, continue pushing it mainstream so on the one hand as a as a tech enthusiast i'm very excited about seeing this mixed reality technologies but as a gaming enthusiast it's not really helping if it makes sense but what we see is these companies getting out of out of vr business and that's not good so like you said all eyes are on uh psvr2 <sighs> pimax even though 
there are still I see so much skepticism in the community, and we can't <laughs> ignore the size of an asset. Like it's just, it's just so big and and not the most comfortable one. Um, not probably not going to be the first choice of of many users. Just for those who are trying to get into VR for the first time, but also the HTC one. I believe that those are the three. Um, plus Quest 3 that we haven't seen yet. Uh, they're kind of holding this whole VR gaming right now in their hands. I'm really I'm looking forward to see, uh, checking out the XR Elite because they, they did said they're going to send me a unit to review. So I'm looking okay, forward to cool. that. Nice. Yeah. Nice nice that they said that. I haven't had so much luck yet, but yeah, I'm still <laughs> on to it. <laughs> yeah, but they, sent me a, like, but they sent me um, an HTC pillow. Oh, okay. Start. Oh, it's all the same we'll... thing. Maybe you could review that. <laughs> <laughs> unboxing of the review HTC the pillow. pillow. <laughs> I mean, they do merch unboxing. Well, I can see his headsets video. there. I can see. Yeah, I just got some headsets there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a cute little setup. Oh, wow. Uh, can you review you it on the channel You didn't even open for it. it. You're going to do unboxing. Uh, yeah. Un unbagging. <laughs> What's the bell quality like? Concept. Yeah, the build quality. <laughs> wow, it's kind of mushy though. <laughs> mushy build quality. Um, honestly, speaking, how many transducers uh, on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Honestly, I I would have preferred the HTC XR Elite uh, Dear Dear Vive. Is it in there? It could be inside. In <laughs> oh, could be the case. <laughs> oh, that, that would be that would be funny. <laughs> Maybe they put lens in there uh, and you'll have to build your own headset, you know, from, from the little pieces they sent you in, in pillows. I don't know. Probably it's a test. Probably I should like um, unbox this, unbag this first, and just then I will get the XR Elite. So it's the best pillow you've ever had, and then they'll be in touch with you, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Yeah, okay. So I don't think this whole VR is dead, not at all. But just like companies are are reassessing, restructuring. restructuring, reassessing their investments, and they understand that this is the the long game that has to be played. It's not like a quick move. It's not like okay, we invest this now, and the next year we're going to have to reap the rewards. So it is some kind of reshuffling and reinvestment and re-strategizing going on waiting for others to, to do the heavy lifting probably and for the ones who already did the heavy living, lifting, they also found out, okay, we need to keep our eyes on the price and get and simply um, do things that will generate revenue earlier. That's what I think. But I don't think that the whole thing is dead. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Anyways, we also should talk a bit shortly um, about the, the pricing of the Quest Pro. So recently, it had gone down from $1,499 to $1,099, matching the price point of my wife pillow. <laughs> <No>, the XR <laughs> Elite. <laughs> the XR Elite. Vive so, XR pillow. Vive XR pillow. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this was only temporary, right, Tatiana? If you go yeah. now, if you go now to to the website, um, you cannot find this price anymore. Is it? Uh, was it Amazon.com or was it was it Meta.com where you can find that no, price? Amazon, I think, right? Uh, I'm actually not sure. I haven't checked that, but 
I, I still see an article about it from like four days ago, so I don't think that's. Oh no, it's still here. The MetaQuest Pro, thousand ninety nine dollars yeah. on on um, on Amazon.com actually. Okay. So huh. and, oh wow, and I wow, I could actually get this to Germany for this price. Well, wow. For... I mean, I'm I'm just looking if they would if they would send it to me in Germany because in Germany I can only get it for thousand eight hundred euros. So actually, if you get it now, if you're in Germany and if you want it. You can simply go to Amazon.com and have it imported, and it's going to be way cheaper. That's crazy, though. That mm -hmm. is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, but uh, gosh, I just, I just have to say, I think it's such a slap in the face of all the people who, who's paid the full price only, uh, <laughs> only a couple you, months you ago. Drove yeah. To France. Yeah, I so, drove to France. Think about your patrimony as well. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, yeah, it was expensive. It was an expensive. Was it exactly. really expensive price tag? And it was a big decision for these people to try to invest it. And not only do I think that many of them didn't get what they were hope what they were hoping they would get, but now right. maybe that would be a completely different decision for them, uh, a completely different decision process if it was cheaper. And honestly. That's the price for this headset. That's how yeah. much it, it's it's worth, maybe. Right. Because isn't that exactly the price of XR Elite as well? And I I think that they are like very similar on on the level of the tech tech features that they that they offer. And yeah, I mean it must be quite disappointing for that. And of course, it's it can't be a good sign for um, you know indicating how the sales are going of this headset. <laughs> Hundred percent agreed. Quest Pro, yeah, but it's it's really just a. I I see it as an experimental headset, really, isn't it? To be fair, I, I think it's showing where the industry is going in terms of like the yeah. Quest Three and everything. Yeah, so just I like think... with Quest with Quest One, it's it's the first first headset of the new line of this professional headset. That's exactly how they named it. They they have this gaming budget gaming line and the more of a professional line. But with Quest, they've already had two. They had time. To experiment with the first one and and now they're kind of pushing this new one and who knows where it will go if if anywhere and i'm so sorry that i interrupted you i realized you weren't finished who me or seb yeah you <laughs> you you you, no, you, no, you steve no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no it's fine I, yeah um i've lost my train of thought now but i think just generally speaking actually seb and yes. actually tatiana have you both tried the xr elite and the quest pro which which one would you pick yes. I think you both tried it, haven't you? Um, yeah, like um, I mentioned already, uh, we, we talked about this last in the last episode. Um, I would pick the XR Elite, but I haven't tried it enough. You know, I, I still need yeah. a deeper understanding of the XR Elite. But for gaming, I would pick the XR Elite simply because right from the get-go, first of all, it's cheaper. Okay, in the US, probably not anymore. But... It's directly made for gaming, as in you don't have light leakage. Right For here, you directly have super much light leakage. You, you first have to mod it so that it becomes more of a gaming device. And then I, I told you guys here on the channel quite often that this has a really bad binocular overlap. And the oh, problem yes. is now, I, the, the problem is I cannot unsee it. <laughs> yeah, like, I totally understand that. Is, if, I, if I would only use this headset, then I could unsee it but because i use the pico 4 most of the time which has like a really good binocular overlap whenever i put this on it feels like okay my eyes are somehow 
binocular overlap uh, concerned, not really um, feeling comfortable. And no, so for me, it was absolutely $1,800, not euros, <laughs> plus petrol, not well spent, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad headset, not at all, not at all, right? But unfortunately, it has too much flaws for it being 1,800 euros. Yeah, it had kind of feels like almost they put that on sale to help with the Quest 3, you know, perhaps uh, in terms of just money and, and development and f user feedback. Um, it just feels like an experimental sort of headset. Yeah. Yeah. And, th and think about the price increase on Quest 2 and price drop on Quest Pro. Aren't they doing it to reduce this gap between the two headsets so that it kind of makes sense to go for the new one? It makes sense to spend like 500 more dollars now instead of almost, you know, over a thousand. And um, to that comparison that, you know, Sebastian started, I will add um, it only makes sense right now to go for a quest pro if you are a quest fan like the questy that's already invested so much into the library that is just not ready to start from scratch but i think that in literally all other aspects if you're if you're a brand new <laughs> vr user and you're like okay which hats should i go for i mean come on exactly it is smaller it's more comfortable it has a full light blocker in the box that you don't have to buy for extra 50 or 60 dollars and still those light yeah. blockers don't block my light completely in my case it's crazy super portable so light and yeah. has a, a hot swappable uh, you know detachable battery, battery. Yeah. um also has full color pass through hopefully good enough to compete with quest when once they turn on the depth sensor even though again doesn't matter for gaming like it's nice to no, have like, that's it doesn't true. matter and it's the only thing changes. like the major diopter, thing diopter the lenses diopter, the diopter. That, is pretty speed, right? that is a game changer the, that that is really good the, the major thing two two major things that make quest pro stand out are local dimming which actually does make difference i think games pop better at quest pro yeah, but the if colors you've never are seen way it, better absolutely you don't know yes yes better uh and eye tracking face tracking but again they haven't even incorporated it in gaming ui yet like playstation vr 2 it's just for social games and yes it makes a difference but not if you play things like uh red matter or something that doesn't include these social features developers haven't really started working with them to use like eye tracking for ui you know like in playstation vr 2 you can look at the main menu and um, you'll select it just by looking at it. For some reason, it's it's still not here. Um, See, I haven't oh, yeah. really, I I haven't really had the chance to use the eye tracking or anything, the face tracking. I didn't really use it here, right? It's Did a you bit of a gimmick at the moment, isn't it? Until, at the moment, yes, you know, absolutely. It won't it's be in the really future. Like a, it's like a developer dev development device for the for the AR future, but other than that, yeah. not really. So, Developers love it because they can yeah, animate their oh, characters with it's their great. own face. <laughs> so I talk to many developers who are like in love with Quest Pro. Don't they get okay, it? Okay, then, then sell it to them. Like, come on, don't yeah. show it. Don't present it like something that everybody will use instead of their uh, desktop because it's just it doesn't work that it's way. Not there. Yeah. I can, it's not I can there understand. Yet. I can understand Pico and Meta for not adding a DisplayPort connection because that's treading on their own tail, isn't it? Like I said before, 
But I don't understand why HTC would not have that option because yeah, that would give them right. a whole new market of PC VR exactly. Oh, you're so right. You're so right. <laughs> Just imagine it. Like the XR Elite as a native PC VR headset as well as a standalone, that would give it that extra huge feature that I would buy one instantly. And I think most people here would at least consider it because they they need that extra revenue from two, the two different sources of VR. You're the, totally, you're totally right. It makes so much sense. Oh, it's I so don't understand. And it is so strange. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, the Quest Pro, <laughs> it could be better. Unfortunately, it must be better for the price. Here, like I have shown you that probably before as well. Here, my Quest Pro, it has a beard. Oh, <laughs> You know, you know. So when I wear this, oh, no, I, I have a little beard here, which is very unfortunate for George. <laughs> no, try, put it on first. So, is that a beard so, or a mustache, like Charlie Chaplin? It's a, it's a mustache, yeah, Charlie Chaplin, exactly, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> so, yeah. Is so, that the microphone pops? Because obviously. the microphone pops so badly. Uh, the microphone pops. That's so badly. bad. For, yeah, for a this is, headset. It does. This it's very problem. bad. For it's for a head, I, I, for a bed set for a headset that is supposed to be for yeah for professional things right so it's it's pretty bad actually what about the HD what's the microphone like on the XR Elite is it anywhere near I don't know I that don't is know. the Vibe Pro <laughs> that, probably that that's the reason so why they did not send it to me <laughs> I would totally <laughs> yeah. find out about the microphone and go crazy again <laughs> I don't know I don't know yeah yeah so yep. So $1,099 is a price that is much more, um, how to say that, it makes much more sense. Right? Realistic. For, for, for this. Realistic. So yeah. I'm not sure. Hopefully they keep the price like that. I wonder if they got scared of the XR a bit, yes. feedback. Because they know. Absolutely. They know they have this uh, benefit of, you know, the big gaming library. But I think they started doub uh, doubting themselves whether that would be enough to sway users, especially new users, because that's what they want. They want more new people. And with new users there, it's a losing battle. So, yeah, I, I, I honestly think they got scared. They got absolutely scared. That's why exactly they matched the price to the dollar. Exactly $1,099. HCC should now lower theirs $100, and then we'll have a price <laughs> Yeah. <board. laughs> And eventually, we have to afford these things. $999, like $1 like lower. I like it. I like XLR it. Yeah. $299. <laughs> wow, that would be <laughs> great. That would be great, yeah. Anyway, so... Backwards betting game. What, what do you think, Tatiana? Do you think that this price drop will make a difference now in, in terms of sales? Do you think more people will pick it up now? Mm. Oh, gosh. Well... Huh. I feel like the other people who were on the on the edge with it, the edge. I think it would help them sway in this direction. Yes, because I mean, exactly, they're still not here. The Quest Pro is right over there. Like you can get it tomorrow <laughs> with Amazon, and and of course the gaming library. I mean, it shouldn't be underestimated. It's always going to be a winning point for them. So yes, I think it's going to help them, and they're pushing it really hard. I can see everybody's talking about it. Um, but we kind of see through it. I, I just, I mean, it's still, it's still a thousand dollar headset. So, it, you know, yeah. it's just, it's yeah, more right. weird what they are targeting right now. <laughs> so they are targeting the question, right now. The, the question is, would you get a Quest Pro or would you get a PlayStation Five 
plus PSVR 2 for the same price? It's not such, oh. tough, not, not such a tough question, right? It's you're, not I such mean, a tough right. question. I, but also the same, same, same question for, for the XR Elite, though. You know, same question. So yeah, because now they're all in the same level, really. I mean, kind of, the cat, right? The cat's just had it. Is that your cat, Tatiana? Um, yes, that's why I pick him up, because he wants attention. Actually, he wants, uh, I think he has an opinion on this as well. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. What do you right. What do you think about it? What did you get? <laughs> I believe, honestly I speaking, most PS people <laughs> most people are going to choose PS5 plus PSVR2 because they have the added benefit of the PlayStation 5 that they can also use for, I don't know, God of War or or whatever is in right now. So yeah gonna be tough for both H for the HEC XR Elite and also for the um yeah the Quest Pro. Yeah. But it's All right. good. It's good that that at least now people have options. People are watching our videos to see which one you know offers what because the truth is they're all offering very different things. Of so, course, yes. Especially with PSVR2, it's not even that kind of a competition because um it's it's a very easy plug in and play and there's the cheapest way to get the highest pc vr quality of gaming without needing to buy you know steve's graphic card and set up your whole computer it's just such an easy gateway to high-end gaming but you're kind of um sacrificing the the flexibility of side loading or getting more kind of right. standalone and so i i like i kind of like it i like that there there's this variety and different options it's, they're not just the same hats as this year you have to find yeah, that's true like five ten different that's five sure. ten differences this is the that's same for picture. sure <laughs> that's for sure so now let's get to the meat of today's podcast. I, I loved everything that we talked until now, but now let's talk about the PlayStation VR 2. We had already talked about it quite a bit in the past, but it's get, it's drawing closer. The big day, the 22nd of February is drawing closer when we finally will get the PlayStation VR 2. And the the topic or the title of today's podcast is should we manage our expectations of PSVR 2 a bit? Because I do have the feeling that it is kind of like, obviously, obviously we are all excited, we, we VR fans. And I do feel probably it's, it's getting a bit to some kind of hype, hype stage already, or it had been going there, where people feel that the PSVR 2 is the holy grail of VR that will single-handedly help our industry to survive or to even thrive. Like so super, super high expectations are lying on this little headset. But probably we should tone down our expectations a bit because really, honestly speaking, if you look at the specs of the headsets and now the first hands-on from uh, from uh, from several people now coming out, which are not anymore so super positive, right? Like now, um, like for example, Nady's video. Mm. Actually, he thought like the it, it didn't look so amazing. Like what what he said, like sw small sweet spot, like uh, the, the tracking was not as good as Quest Two, and um, yeah, like in general, resolution wise, not something that is like going to um, make us enthusiasts that have already been looking through pancake lenses like go crazy what are your thoughts on that 
can I can I just say something about that? I, so, uh, of, of course, <laughs> that's my yeah. That's <laughs> why you're that's here. Why I'm here. You, you tried because it. Uh, after you said you it, 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 kind of the answer I think is kind of like a obvious, especially the way you presented it. You said it yourself. There are so many people who tried it, who were first to try it, second to try it. You know, uh, Mike was invited to, to be the very first one. You know youtuber to kind of give it a go um then um, there was ces and there were um a few people were also invited you know to this very private uh showings so there are very very few reviews but there were people who kind of got their hands on but they're all extremely fresh and um people were sharing their excitement and their first emotions and everybody watched them. Like everybody was watching those first reactions because there were so limited number of them. Now it's already been done, but more people are getting to test it. What's new is there to say? You know, you have to say something that's different from everyone else who's reviewed it. And I'm not saying that they're being dishonest, but if everyone who tries it just says, yes, this is great, and it kind of repeats everything that's already been mentioned, then what's the value in your review? And some mm, of the things okay. I agree with, like I I said it also in my review that it's not the best quality uh, or sharpness that you have ever seen. If you tried Vario Aerial, it's sharper. If you tried Crystal, it's sharper. Um, I didn't notice any like issues with tracking, but maybe someone else did. It's kind of based on their experience. Yeah, we are not saying that this is the ultimate headset that's better than anything else that has been ever invented. But we are looking at what is the value of this product? Is it easy enough for early adopters? Is it bringing the new content that is going to attract people and give them a wonderful experience in this VR world and uh, for like reasonable price? So I think that's more important. But yeah, we can just sit around and talk how how um, you know the the quality could be better and maybe tracking is not something something like we could pick on all of these things, but we, in that case, we're just going to be losing the bigger picture here. And I think we've already discussed okay. that before. I don't think right. it needs I, to be I, sharper. Um, I, for, for, for its use case scenario, it's gaming. I think for VR gaming, I don't think, even for me, I don't think sharpness and resolution is so important um, because really, I suppose it depends on what you're going to be doing with it. I Having said that, I'm kind of changing my mind as I'm talking because I'm thinking race games. There, there is actually race sims that are going to be like Gran Turismo that's going to be on the PlayStation isn't it so I suppose that's important yeah absolutely GDC. I don't know I just that wouldn't be as, as from a, a perspective of a VR gamer that wouldn't be top of my list actually <clears throat> it'd be more sort of like the game library which is going to be like 30 games on launch isn't there or, or and they're enough which is yeah, going to be absolutely. something very gonna, exciting yeah. the haptics is something that I'd be yeah. very excited about as a gamer point of view <clears throat> But I mean, what one thing right. that actually the thing that bothers me the most, regardless, is the fact there's no sound. Why is there no actual? Right, right. There's on the thing? There, actually there there are speakers, not speakers. There are like um, butts, in ear butts that you could put inside. That's so rubbish. That's rubbish. That is I, that is not great. That's, that's such an overstep, yeah. especially especially when you are used to something like Valve Index. Um, yeah, right. Or says me or with the, an arrow. Or the <laughs> yeah, but I, I want to I want to comment on what <clears throat> Tatiana said. So I I don't want to discount those new 
opinions just because they were not the first. So they're okay. I've seen the native the native one, but I've also heard from from other colleagues, like German reviewers from uh, from another German podcast called Mixcast. So they have also just tried it, and they also said the same things. Like they also said like that the sweet spot is actually really small for example, and that in the menus, the menus didn't look really sharp compared to, for example, Quest Pro. And the Quest Pro is just okay in terms of resolution, right? Um, so I don't want to discount those those new opinions as bad just because they were not the first ones, right? And then these are people that, that have looked at other VR headsets a lot. So simply, I don't want to, I don't, I don't think that people who are used now to um, to to aspheric lenses or to pancake lenses, I don't think that they will be blown away by the picture. Just yeah, from what I heard, point. just from what I heard, right? It's, it's really, I haven't looked through it yet. I, but, I would never buy a Fresnel-based headset again. I wouldn't personally. But, I don't think so, anyone so, would who's yeah, experienced right. pancake, definitely. So the thing is, like, I, I've just seen the lenses, and the lenses, they look like crazy Fresnel. You can see so many concentric rings, and I just can't believe that they won't, that they won't have a Godray problem. Well, it, it looks crazy, actually. This looks like really one of those old-style Fresnel lenses where you would see lots of Godrays. You know, mm -hmm. guys, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, like... Uh, completely curb our enthusiasm and our uh, how would say like um, like looking for our our ourselves looking forward to the device i'm super looking forward to the, to the device and i'm oh, sorry guys my dog's going crazy <laughs> is the animal <laughs> animal I'll farm just, i think someone's <laughs> at the door sorry that, that, that is sony that is sony yes. who is like oh my god it is who is like sending the who's sending it's the hounds of hell to us now <laughs> Oh, they're talking better about PlayStation. Kill them. Just as I click off the main screen, I could have muted it, yeah. but I was just literally looking at... Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, guys. As you were. Yeah, yeah Sony dogs, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I, I, you know, Sony dogs. I really, I really believe... I really believe that this headset is going to be amazing for lots of reasons, right? The, the haptics and, and the, the, the triggers are going to blow me away for sure. It's going to be super immersive. But I also really think there are going to be downsides, right, from those lenses. Yeah. I really don't like the, the lenses. <laughs> I you said this no, in the I, beginning, I, 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 said. I, I, you said we, we both said that in the beginning, even before all the hype and the, all the first impressions. You're right, um, exactly. Yeah. You know, that is, it's an absolute deal breaker. And you think one thing I can I worry about, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't worry about it, I'm not going to buy it, you know what I mean? One thing that I'm concerned about for people who are going to buy it is the longevity of it. You know, how how you know this software that's in it and everything the eye tracking and the fresnel based lenses even the form factor in a couple of years time that's going to look really old like 1980s style technology because the industry is moving really fast and playstation we're not going to see another playstation for what seven years or whatever the cycle is it's a long cycle so that yeah. hardware is going to have to stay current for a lot longer than most vr headset manufacturers even like the pimax and this sort of stuff so I, I think it's going to look old very quickly, I personally feel. But probably, perhaps they're going to have a revision. They had a revision with the original PSVR after a few years where they improved some of the, the cables, where the cable were and stuff. Who knows? Probably they, they find out, hey, the lenses are not up to snuff. 
Let's put something else in for revision two. <clears throat> I still think we will be blown away, right? You, you, Tatiana, you have seen it. I mean, you've seen Look. the OLED displays. You've seen the horizon, right? The, the colors and like, uh, make Look. us happy now. Whatever, whatever <laughs> you you know you think there are going to be these imperfections, none of those imperfections are going to be deal breaker in any okay. capacity for any okay. one of you Great. enthusiasts. Great. It's still. Great going to look amazing and you're when you look for imperfections you will see them when you're playing to just enjoy the game you will absolutely just you know enjoy this experience it will not be bothering you so i've mentioned the mirror effect the little like the fuzzy things on the screen that when yeah, you okay, move your head yeah. there. Oh, that place, yes, that's the problem. Yeah, okay. Those of you who tried PSVR one know what I'm talking about, and it's much less intense on PSVR two, but it's kind of there. I think that's how you can actually tell that you're wearing a PlayStation headset because that's like the only one I've noticed it at. And I've mentioned that yes, sometimes the sharpness was not ideal, but. I was just testing Crystal after before that. So oh. it's really, you know, a very high <laughs> bar. And of course, it's not reaching that. But uh, it's, you know, it's the it's the games that you're getting in for, right? And the hardware totally is agreed. more than enough to support those games. Yeah, that's the big deal. And the Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I'm so still so excited about it, even though probably I, I have looked through a higher definition headset and better lenses. Like, I, I did that, right? But for I think for the most for most people for for the huge majority this will be like mind blowing right who come from nothing for people it's going to be their first VR experience they are going to be completely shocked how amazing it is also for PlayStation yes. VR one users for Quest two users exactly, right exactly yes my my brother has a PlayStation VR one and he plays it and he's like yeah yeah I'm like I cannot even play it. <laughs> Sometimes I can't even. Um, <laughs> sometimes you know, most of, some of the games are just like too too straining for me co compared to some other hats as I tried. So for someone like that to go into PSVR two is just gonna be a, a new world, like a, a, a literal new VR uh, universe. And um, oh, there was something else I was going to say, but yeah, essentially this for the people who are you know. They're grabbing onto those comments that say that it's not sharp, it's something, something's blurry. Oh no, I'm going to cancel <clears> my <throat> pre order or something. This is in no way a reason okay, to yeah. back down on that. <laughs> I think the, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. my light probably also going to go soon. Yeah. It's yeah. So, it, yeah, in no way those things are, um, you know, the reasons to to not get this headset. I mean, we are reviewers, we got to be honest. Yeah. If it's not the best, it's not. If, if there's something that's better, it is. But also, it's it's not like, it's not like the super hardcore uh, PC VR gamers headset. Like obviously Steve has seen right. much better graphics with his 4090, but I think that there, it's, not also, it's also not what they're targeting. They're targeting mainstream and they're trying I, to get as many real people into VR as they can. The real question really is how does it compare against PSVR 1 or any oh, other standalone variable, which isn't, doesn't exist? So you if you think even, about the yeah. progression from what it's supposed to be, you know, uh, we shouldn't really be comparing it to the Pyramids Crystal or anything like that. I, mean, I think that would be a bit bizarre because you're spending so much more money. It should be better, you know, on a, on right. a, on a, a computer that's going to power it. 
But if we think about it's a thousand pounds, same price as a Valve Index, is it? I don't know. I, I literally it, made a separate that. video just talking about price because I got yeah. so if sick you think and tired about of people the price, saying that it's too expensive. Uh, no, it's not. To, yeah, absolutely it, not. Not, not for the experience. Not for the experience you're going to get. Not think well. about just just the controllers, right? With this force feedback in the triggers, like the current controllers don't have it, and they still sell for three hundred dollars, like the Valve Index controller or the 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 new Meta controllers. They all cost three hundred dollars, and they don't even have this feedback. Mm -mm. So just the controllers alone are worth a lot of money. It's like fantastic technology, yeah. right? And then Rumble, and then OLED. Just the lenses, and unfortunately, the lenses are like a huge part of optics in VR, right? For example, the Vive Pro 2, it has an amazing display, but that's got the smallest sweet spot in the world. But the sweet spot <laughs> so is really, it's really bad, really and they have, it has so much gut rays that I cannot completely enjoy the Vive Pro 2, right? And I'm just hoping that this is not going to be so bad with the sweet spot and the gut rays because unfortunately so the german the, the german people who who have <laughs> reviewed it they they have all said until now that the sweet spot is small uh, yeah that the sweet hmm. spot is small actually i remember so, when the g2 weird. came out everyone was like the sweet spot in the gt is terrible but then the vi pro 2 came out and like, <laughs> and then they really saw what <laughs> yeah. what is a small sweet spot <laughs> like the, the gt was like pancake lenses in comparison to it but no yeah but yeah absolutely I, I i wish well i don't quite understand this decision for those lenses i think especially because it's got eye tracking as well so you're going to be moving your eyes around more if it's going to yeah. really use that favorited rendering it's, you're not going to be moving your eyes much because you have to move your head a lot more, like you know, because of the Fresnel-based right. lens design, like of the past. So I know, I know, I know it's probably nitpicking to pick on those lenses when everything else is so great. But I'm just wondering, like, um, why did they make this decision? Especially because the PSVR one had aspheric lenses, and people loved it, right? There did were it? no god rays. There were no god rays whatsoever in the PSVR one. And suddenly, if somebody is used to PSVR 1 all their lives, and then they go to PSVR 2, suddenly there's yeah, a small sweet spot. And uh, God rays, probably. Anyways, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know yet. I'm still, I'm still super sure it's going to be amazing, because just as you said, that um, it's the games. Also, the PSVR 1, it didn't have the best specs, right? Like, mm. the resolution was really low. But still, it was fantastic because there were amazing games on it, and it was just fun to play those games. So, I am I am still sure that the PSVR two is going to be like a very big success, and that I'm going to most probably love it. But I still want to tell the people out there, especially us enthusiasts who has who have looked through other headsets, probably <coughs> manage your expectations <coughs> for for the for the picture quality. That's what I got from the from the first it, hand. Yeah, video. it's it's a good. It's always a good idea to lower expectations, kind of keep it cool, you know, just go into yeah, really, it knowing yeah, yeah, that right. it's not uh, perfect. Exactly. And then depending on how low you succeeded in <laughs> lowering it, then you may be like really impressed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now, it's not the best ever quality you've ever seen VR, uh, but it's incredible for for what you're paying for, for what you're upgrading from PlayStation uh, VR 1, from Quest, you know, 
Um, and so many yeah. more games now, so many, so many new games, games that will be made for it. And th that is truly yeah. what's keeping me so excited. Completely optimized yes. and, you know, made from the ground up for VR. That That's exciting. Not just a, well, presumably they are. They're not going to be like a port that's going to be specifically designed to work on it as a native VR platform like Gran Turismo. I presume it's going to be, is that, or, or is that not going to be the case? What, what, um, what was the question? What is not going to be? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, I was not. I was just reading something in chat. I'm so sorry. I, I, I was just thinking out loud. I was thinking basically, like a lot of the games coming out, are they going to be ports or they're going to be? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Specifically made for VR, you know, with VR at the center of it, you know, or is it going to feel like, yeah, this is a bit of a tack on, you know, it doesn't feel really. That's what I yeah, like there, there, there are quite a few um, games which are Quest 2 ports, which are then enhanced, the enhanced edition of something. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. We, all, we all want more uh, AAA games, and Sony has so many IPs that they could use. I'm just looking at uh, Killzone VR, Uncharted VR. They would all be oh, like that would uh, be uh, amazing. Last of Us VR. Just, Seb, can you just not like it too much, though? Because I really don't want to buy okay. one. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, I know, that. I know. Thanks. I will. Well, I will simply give you my honest reaction to it, and it can be amazed or it can be not amazed. Like you'll see. I, you'll I'm, see. I've, I've, I'm always excited like to play games in VR. I don't often post those things on my channel because it's a slightly different direction. But I will be playing the hack out of these games, not just for here. you know the games, but for checking because that's the headset that actually brings these new new updates to the games that you can actually notice, uh, um, you know, with a, with a haptic feedback, with the eye tracking, with uh, so, so all kinds, kinds of these features that are unique for PlayStation VR 2. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And actually considering just doing my full gameplay of Horizon when I receive it, I'm just going to play the whole game because I'm so excited about it. Same here. I will totally play the shit out of the PlayStation VR 2. Really, absolutely. That week, Swim. I'm just going to take a break from flight simming. I'm just going to yeah, watch really, just watch, <laughs> just watch <laughs> our no reaction anyway. No one's going to try out all so, that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, good. Cool. Okay, so yeah, I love I love to talk today, even though there were not such hot topics to discuss, but it was still amazing to catch up with you and the community. So I absolutely hope that everyone enjoyed Season 2, Episode 12 of the Next Dimension podcast out there. If you did, give it a thumbs up right now, you 236 people who are watching it right now. And also, please do leave a comment because that will tell the algorithm, yes, I do like two hours of the Next Dimension podcast and please show it to other people as well. So do that now. That would be amazing. And... The very best thing that you could do, get out your iPhone or iPad now, open the podcast app, which is pre-installed there, find us and give us a five-star review. That would be that would be the, the most amazing thing that you could do in order to say thanks for giving this show to us. And that is everything that we got for today's show. We're looking forward to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.